MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. chairs and go to the window open it and stick your head out and yell welcome in to at the window here on a football monday on the sports grid tv network check us out zumo tv channel 719 i am sean Makia, joined by drew morton he will be here in a couple of minutes and we will take a look at monday night football the Giants at home hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys six and a half point favorites in this game. Uh, checking out the latest uh, line here: forty-eight and a half is the total in this game. Uh, minus three ten for the Cowboys on the money line. Two sixty plus two sixty for the Giants. We'll get Drew's thoughts on that. We've we love in the primetime game the under total. It's been coming out, but lately not so much. Last night, Ravens 37, 20 winners over the Patriots. That went over. And uh, last Thursday, the 49ers went over as well in their game, in their win um, against Arizona. So that the last two primetime games have gone over. So let's see. I'm going to get Drew's opinion on what trend he is looking at going into Monday Night Football. But I want to begin with the Browns. And if you guys have noticed, they're a mess. They lost again, this time to the Denver Broncos. Baker Mayfield, you know, he's having, you know, his facial hair, you know, comes in with a beard, then he cuts it before game time with the handlebar look, and then he goes to the mustache post game. Okay, good for that. But more compelling for me is the safety of the Cleveland Browns, who went on a racist and threatening rant. Now, you won't see the word racist mentioned anywhere. Uh, no one's mentioning the fact that he called 
Dustin Fox, a 92.3 The Fan host, a cracker. You won't hear, you won't, you won't see it. It's an, anywhere. But let's facts are facts. He called him a cracker. It's a racist rant, and he was waived by the Cleveland Browns. And it's a good job. I, look, I, I want to cut the guy a break um, because you know he was emotional. It was after a loss. Dustin Fox kind of jabbed at him a little bit. He said on Twitter, uh, it's a joke, his tackling. And Whitehead talked about the fact that he was playing with a broken hand. And, yeah, he wasn't playing well. And there's no excuse for the threatening stuff that he, he mentioned afterward on Twitter and stuff like that. But had Whitehead been... Odell Beckham Jr. or Baker Mayfield, because we've seen both of those guys get into it off the field. Nothing as bad as this, per se, but would they have cut Whitehead? Just think about this. Kareem Hunt, okay? What did he do, right? He kicked the girl in a Cleveland hotel, cut by the Chiefs. Who signed him? Yeah, the Cleveland Browns. So we know that they're not adverse to um, employing you know, people with checkered backgrounds, right? So, yes, they did the thing where they, they I don't, they, they're not going to take any of this threatening, you know, uh, posts, racist posts. They didn't mention racist, but I will because it was. Uh, and they'll cut them. But had Whitehead been a more productive player, you bet he would be on the Cleveland Browns. And just want to get that off my chest. We have Drew Morton. Oh, I am here, Sean. What's up, Happy Drew? Monday to you, ah, look at you, Cash Morton, as I like to call him. Got the hat backwards. I mean, that's what Vegas does here, right? Chilling out there uh, with the nice uh, sun rays and, you know, a nice, uh, what, strip, hanging out, right? Oh, man. I was going to send you a tweet just over the weekend in terms of – because I heard it's getting cold over there on the yeah, East it is. Coast. And, it is. Dude, I I, I, I saw this uh, – the weather channel. It was just 75 and sunny pretty much every day. I just uh, – <laughs> man, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I, I know it's uh, – you know, hat backwards, T-shirt on, but I guess that's just what Vegas does to me, man. And I'm sure you had a great weekend of betting. Uh, we, we talked about the Chiefs plus five and a half at home against the Vikings, and they came through. They won the game, so forget about the, the, the point spread. You had the money line. Good for you. Uh, that was a compelling game, and I said to Drew, Matt Moore should get more respect than he was getting when Pat Mahomes went down with the injury. Now, that being said... Matt Mahomes better get back because I don't know how long this is going to last with Matt Moore as quarterback. There was a couple of moments where I was like, oh, my God, hold on to the football, Matt Moore. Luckily, he did. But he had almost a couple of fumbles there. But just goes to show you, uh, Drew, as we talked about, if you have good players around you and a good play caller, a la Andy Reid, good things happen, right? I mean, and we could talk about the Jets and that you know, debacle there with, with the Jets losing to the Dolphins. But I think coaching and good players helps a quarterback. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Get the ball out. Get the ball out quick. Don't turn it over. Make smart throws. Not necessarily, you know, the most top-notch throws down the field. But when you got playmakers that can make plays, man, they, they make a five-yard slant look real pretty. And in the in the box score there, Sean, you know, nobody would ever know. So Kansas City, you know, winning outright is, what, five-and-a-half-point dogs right before kick. Yep. Very impressive. And you're right, man. Matt Moore, I don't think he gets enough credit. You know, back from his Dolphins days, what he was – taking snaps in the playoffs. Uh, he didn't necessarily drive him there the full season, but still a decent quarterback. And as a backup, I don't think he's bad at all. Were you surprised that and even though um, with Matt Moore, maybe not so surprised the way he played, but Damian Williams, that 91-yard run, I mean, I don't know what's going on there 
with the run defense with the Vikings, a very good run defense. But on that play, they looked very poor. Harrison Smith misread it a little bit. The safety, uh, Darren Williams, uh, Damian Williams made, him, made one move, and he was off to the races for a 91-yard run. That helps a lot for Matt Moore when you get a 91-yard run against a Vikings run defense as good as they are. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it can be leaky at times, but you're right. Their defense overall is good. It's just, uh, heck, it goes back to the playmakers on Kansas City, you know, and, and, and when you're backed up in your own zone and they got a uh, breakaway speed like that, that's why uh, speed kills, Sean, and it, and it showed in the uh, Minnesota-Kansas City game yesterday. Uh, there's a lot to get into, Drew, from yesterday's action. Get your thoughts on that. Of course, Monday Night Football, we have the uh, Cowboys and the Giants, uh, I, the trend, we, we mention it all the time on this show, primetime games, the total, go with the under. I, after the break, I want your thought on what you're going to do with this 48.5 total tonight. Does that trend continue? Last two primetime games, it's gone over, not under, as the trend was what? At one point, 19-6 to the under. We'll, we'll get Drew's thought on that when coming back. But uh, one other game before we uh, throw it to break, I want to get your thoughts on the Miami Dolphins getting their first win. Your Miami Dolphins over the Jets, twenty-six to eighteen. What do you make? I mean, the story is more about the Jets here in New York, but I'm sure you want to talk about the Dolphins getting their first win of the year. Yeah, from the Dolphins' perspective, it's great, Sean. You know, uh, get off the shine. Zero uh, and sixteen, no longer. It's no longer a discussion point. And heck, now they're uh, ten-point underdogs against Indianapolis. So having to go on the road should be interesting this week. But yeah, man, let's hit on it on the other side. Yeah, three and a half point dogs. The Dolphins were. They went outright, twenty-six to eighteen. All right, when we come back, get Drew's thoughts on the Monday Night Football matchup between the Cowboys and the Giants. That's next here on At the Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Back here on At The Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. Get on the grid, Sports Grid TV Network. Zumo TV, Channel 719. At the window every day from 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern time. I am Sean Guasamacchia, joined with, uh, as well by Drew Morton, at Drew Morton Betts on Twitter. Does a lot of stuff for Sports Memo, Drew. I, I know you're out there. You're on top of the college football on Saturday and, of course, the NFL as well. Sports Memo, so check out Drew Morton when you can. Does a great job handicapping all these big football games. And I know college basketball is starting tomorrow. I know you're going to be all over that as well, Drew. Oh, absolutely, Sean. College basketball, in my opinion, the best sport for the sports betters just because there's so many uh, things, games, teams, injuries, coaching changes for the odds makers to keep up with. I think that there's more of an advantage for the sports better in college basketball, more so than any other sport. And it's shown for me personally uh, in the five years that I've been doing this without a straight job, Sean. It is uh, by far the most profitable sport for me. So I recommend it out there to all sports bettors just getting into the business. And uh, I, I would lean you more towards college basketball to do your research. And uh, when you have an advantage over the odds makers, uh, get after it because you can make some money. Are you a fan of like the national championship, the, the futures with the teams? Do, do you put money? Do you invest money in teams uh, for the national championship? I see. Uh, Michigan State's favorite plus 700, seven to one on FanDuel Sportsbook, followed by Kentucky and Duke. How much do you uh, play as far as the futures concerned, team futures for the national championship? Well, it's a great question because, you know, as sports betting becomes more mainstream, a lot of people talk about futures a lot. But I'm of the camp where it's fun to talk about, but in terms of smart betting philosophy, whenever there's just, you know, uh, a Let's just call it, you know, a, a wager that you can bet on at the sports book. And there's just, you know, plus 200, plus 400, plus 600, just those plus prices next to the name or the team for a long period of time in a future bet. Those are not very smart bets. You know, the, the sports books are charging you a lot more for those type of bets rather than just a single game side or total at minus 110. A lot of times with these futures bets, it's upwards of minus 140. Mm. Therefore, you're having to lay $140 to win 100. It's just so steep of a mountain to climb to actually get an advantage over the odds makers, over the sports books. I really recommend people to kind of stay away from that. And I know sports books out there are like, whoa, don't be saying that, you know, because we don't want that to become, you know, mainstream knowledge or whatever i'm just saying for it's it's smarter for sports betters to stay away from that and then add on the fact sean that you got it they hold your money for heck however long the season is talking about college basketball that's the beginning of april if you win that's when you're going to get your money i think it's very difficult if you're wanting to do like long-range bets like that i would more lean the sports better sean towards 
regular season win totals okay. because those are just at minus 110. So how many games is the team actually going to win? That's a lot smarter bet. So, no, to answer your question, man, I don't bet futures hardly at all. Yeah, uh, it's fun to discuss as well. I'm with you, and I don't want to lay the money. I don't want to give the book that much money up until April, April 3rd, or whenever the national champion is decided. That's a long time to, to have that money Uh not with you, not to have that money to invest, right? You you, you want to bet more. You're giving the sports book money uh, just to um, keeping that money until it comes out. So I'm with you on on the futures, but it is fun just to discuss uh, as as fans, right? Win totals and what have you. And you said that it's minus one ten, a little less juice than the minus one forty for the national championship. But looking at and, and we'll get more into it tomorrow, just just to throw it around, um, Drew, and, and maybe uh, try to get someone on to talk about the college basketball. Um, season preview it with us as well as from the betting perspective. But I'm going to fade the Michigan State uh, Spartans, all right? I'm going to fade them because they always end up not winning the national championship. But every year they're either in the Final Four or they're predicted to go to the Final Four with Tom Izzo. But only one national championship in his tenure, and that was way back in 2000, right, with with the, the Flintstones back in the day with Mateen Cleaves so long ago, 20 years ago almost. I'm going to fade them, and I, and I know they're the number one team in the country, and Winston's back, and, and Langford, I know he's injured, he's back, and they have a, a nice squad, but I don't believe that they'll cut down the nets and win the national championship. I'd love to just fade the Spartans, but we'll get more into it, uh, and I'm sure you have an uh, opinion or two on the the landscape with win totals. If you want to do it tomorrow, we could have some fun just kicking it around, Drew. And a, a team come to mind that you really are high on or – Looking uh, to see uh, how they play the first week to see uh, what what transpires. Yeah, and, and talking about Michigan State, pulling it up here, what plus six fifty? You know, you're picking yeah. one team. There's three hundred and fifty teams out there in college basketball. You're picking one to win the national championship. You're going to risk a hundred dollars to win six hundred and fifty dollars in early April. Not to mention, you could make this same bet, Sean, right before March Madness is going to start. There you go. And I would guess that Michigan State Excellent is point. going to be Excellent point. plus 400, you know, and that's if they have a yeah. good season um, and without any major injuries. So I would tell you that that's not a smart bet long term at plus 650 just because there's so much wrong that could happen and only a little bit good. And if, if it all goes well, you know, they're, they're not going to lose that much value off of that number of plus 650. I, if you're going to make a futures bet. I would take a real long shot, you know, and, and then if they, you know, get into the tournament as like a four seed or something, then they're going to have a lot less odds there. That's the, the direction I would point people in if they have to make futures bets of that nature. I'm not a big futures bet guy, so I, I haven't actually bet anything personally. So I, I don't really have a, a lot of insight in terms of what to bet, you know, um, um, for the national championship. I, I guess I would go back to kind of the mainstays. You know, Michigan State, like you bring up, back in 2000 was the last national championship, man. That was actually a good, really good team, really good run, really good March Madness overall. I believe they played the Florida Gators there in the national championship. That was a, a fun year. Hopefully we get another year like that. College basketball's been really fun of late, man. So uh, I, I'm excited that it's starting tomorrow. You, you know what, Drew, speaking of college basketball, don't you think it's a little too early to, to start the season? I know they want to play a certain number of games, but I'm all wrapped up in the college football season. We haven't even uh, witnessed Alabama, LSU yet, and now we're starting college basketball. It just seems too early for me to start 
college basketball. I think they would be better off starting it in January. I know money comes into play here, and it wouldn't be a long enough season. But it just gets buried with all these other sports. I don't know how you feel about it. Oh, absolutely. And I, I'm surprised more sports aren't like that. You know, for, for instance, Major League Baseball, it's kind of the same thing, just opposite. You know, they start too late. So then, therefore, the the, the playoffs are dirt, or they're competing against college football in the NFL. Yeah. That's, I think, stupid for Major League <laughs> Baseball. Is, they should start Major League Baseball the day after the Super Bowl. And I know it's too cold in the north, but, heck, you could always have more home games in the south and, and play in Mexico and the Caribbean, all kinds of stuff. So you can figure this out rather than going head-to-head with the big boys, which are NFL and college football. If I'm another sport, I don't think – I wouldn't do that. Even the NBA is doing it wrong. I, I think there needs to be a whole different shift. And, yeah, you're right. College basketball is at the forefront. It shouldn't be happening right now. Heck, it maybe should be happening like during bowl season yeah, there you of go. college football. After you like know, the so, championship so can, games. Yeah. I, I yeah, agree right around then would be a great time for tip-off yep. and have a bunch of the big boys play and do your 24-hour thing. I hope ESPN does that again where there's there's college basketball 24 hours a day. I like that, man. They, they, oh, they love to do that. They promote that. and you, Adam Schefter or whomever is working like 24 hours straight, you know that, and They'll always zoom in on him. He'll be like half tired, like half asleep doing uh, the the whole – because they do that with fantasy too. They do like a 24-hour marathon with like the fantasy football before the fantasy football season begins. Um, and then they do it, of course, yeah. with college basketball. And back in the day, I, like Mike Golick and, and – um, what's his name? Mike Greenberg would like be on the air for like 24 hours straight and in some capacity. But, yeah, they, they love to do that. And it, it's a great marketing tool for, for the game. I love the game. I don't get into it, though, Drew, and I'll get into it a little bit earlier this year. As I said this before, unless it's Michigan, I won't get really into it until after the college football championship game, so right around mid-January, right before the conference really heats up, like the conference, like when, when the season's waning, and then you get the conference championship games in, in early March, but that's when I really get into it. So uh, this year, though, like you said, you can make some some money. I like that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay attention to that and really you know, beat the sharps out there. Um, in the in the betting landscape, and we'll, we'll talk more tomorrow uh, about that, Drew. But uh, want to get your thoughts on Monday Night Football? We kind of went a little long with the college basketball talk, but it was good. Um, who you taking? We'll get that on the other side, Drew. Cowboys, Giants, great rivalry. Not a great game per se tonight, but six and a half point favorites, Cowboys. Who you got? We'll get to that next on At the Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this show can get a deposit bonus of up to $500. Here's how it works. Number one, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Two, make a deposit. Three, place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it with a 50% Bonus of up to $500. This offer is eligible for all users, plus new users will get a risk-free bet of up to $200. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See the website for details. And please do us a favor when you can. Follow us. This is At The Window. Follow the SportsGrid TV network on Instagram, at SportsGridTV. Like our videos, like our posts, best bets, they're all up there. That's on Instagram, at SportsGridTV, and Twitter as well, at SportsGrid. We're all over it. Welcome back in. I am Sean Guasamacchia. Drew Morton with me. And, Drew, we've been teasing it enough. I want to get your thoughts. Monday Night Football, Cowboys, six-and-a-half-point favorites, 48-and-a-half is the total. What is your lean? How, how are you handicapping this game tonight? It's Monday night. You know, the degenerate in me, Sean, wants to uh, get after it in terms of uh, placing a bet here. I haven't as of yet, but uh, I think by the end of the show, I'm going to jump on this. We got, uh, what, minus six and a half seems to be the prevailing number now. Cowboys laying on the road in MetLife, 48 and a half being the total. I think that total's sitting a little high, and I know this is getting a little redundant with betting <laughs> the NFL prime time, but Sean... It is what it is, and I know the last two have gone against us, but uh, there's something to this, in my opinion, leaning towards the under. It's been a heck of a run towards the under. Plus, there's a stat I want to give out a uh, shout-out here to NFL Ref Stats on Twitter. Clay Martin, the referee for Monday Night Football tonight, he's officiated 22 games, and the under is 15-7 and seven in those 22 games in the NFL. And this year, 
six and one to the under in seven games. So, you know, a lot of Major League Baseball goes into uh, the totals with what the umpire is. In the NFL, not as much, but I think that there is something there to put that into your back pocket. He's six and one to the under so far. You know, maybe the deep pass interference calls, whatever it may be, holding call, bringing a touchdown back, something of that nature could help us out. Plus the fact putting this trend of unders in primetime games, uh, I'm going to keep riding it. So 48 and a half, pretty high total here for the NFL. Uh, we got a rookie quarterback going for the Giants. Uh, yep. Dallas not necessarily tearing it up offensively. Um, I, I, I kind of like the under here, 48 and a half. How are you feeling, Sean? I'm leading towards that as well. Although, you know, we keep talking about the under in these primetime games in the last two times on Thursday night and Sunday night. Last night, it's gone over. So that's something to keep track of, uh, Drew. But, yeah, you're right. Daniel Jones has not played well. Since his 2-0 start to start his career, he's turning the football over, fumbling a lot, throwing interceptions, and that's a good Cowboys defense. Not great, but a good Cowboys defense. They're without Leighton Vander Esch, their second-year pro from Boise State. They're without him, but Sean Lee will step up and play more snaps. They have some depth at the linebacker position. Not too concerned there. The, I, I see this game, though, uh, six-and-a-half Cowboys. They should cover this number. They're a better football team. I don't think it's going to be the Dallas team that showed up and lost to the New York Jets, the hapless and yeah, just disgraceful New York Jets. They won their only game against the Cowboys. So which Cowboy team is going to show up at MetLife tonight? I think they'll be ready to go coming off the bye, ready to get into the Giants. I like the, the Cowboys to cover this number. And primarily because just the, the way the Giants have been playing, just two and six on the year. Uh, looking forward to their bye coming up, right? Uh, though they have the Jets next week, and then they have their bye. So they have, well, everyone will probably make fun of the, playing the Jets next week and as a bye week. But both teams are not not great. But tonight, the total is where I'm looking, Drew. And I, I, I'm going to go with the over. I think I'm going to go buck the trend. I like the the over in this one, 48 and a half, despite how poorly the Giants are playing. I think the uh, the Cowboys have put up some some offensive numbers against the Giants defense. Uh, I'm going to go over 48 and a half. That's what my lean right now there, Drew. All right. Well, hey, the first time they played in week one, it went over. I know that because I was on the under in that game week one, uh, Cowboys versus Giants. Uh, granted, it was kind of very much in doubt going into the fourth quarter there. And also talking about it from a side perspective, Sean, you know, both teams, people concentrating on the Giants not looking good. I mean, Dallas has lost, what, two straight ATS, three of their last four ATS. Mm. They did win. uh, They did cover against Philadelphia and won, but they've lost three out, out of their last four, both straight up and ATS. So it's not like the Cowboys have been making a lot of money, especially now going on the road. I know they have extra time to prepare, but still not looking good against the Jets. Again, they lost against the Green Bay Packers. Didn't look good against the New Orleans Saints down there. That offense only putting up 10 points against that Saints defense. So it hasn't been a a, a great last 30 days for the Cowboys either. So laying points on the road, not necessarily something I'd like to do in the NFL. Um, but I'm I, I'm just staying on in terms of the total, Sean. So I guess we're going up against each other for the first time I, in the show, man. I guess so. We're going to have to do it eventually. It's going to happen. But uh, they scored what 37 last time out. The uh, Philadelphia Eagles did uh, against the Philadelphia Eagles, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, you know, looking at the Giants, they they put up some points, right? That 21 against the Arizona Cardinals in a loss, 26 points uh, in the loss against the Detroit Lions the last two games. So they're putting up some points, right? I, I expect them to. 
put up a few points there uh, against the Cowboys defense, but I think ultimately Cowboys are the better team and they'll win out. So, yeah, I'm going to go with, with the, the new trend, the over in primetime games, Drew, but you're going to stick with the, the trend that's been going on since week one, right? Uh, it's well, well under in primetime games, the total. Uh, so we'll see what happens there tonight, but, uh, and we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, any prop bets you're looking at here in this game? I mean, uh, FanDuel Sportsbook, they have some fun with the, the player prop bets. I know people have, uh, you know, they'll throw it out there. Passing yards for Dak Prescott tonight. 275 and a half over under as for Daniel Jones it's at 245 and a half do, do you get into the prop bets I know we talk about it each and every week but are you into any player props here tonight in this Monday night football game um I haven't been any personally but absolutely I think that they could be beaten and you, you you bring up the props um in terms of passing yards you know pass passing yards uh what Dak only had 213 yards against Philadelphia. However, against the Jets, he had 269. Against the Packers, almost 450 passing yards. Wow. So, Plus the fact that Giants passing defense isn't that great. So I would think that the Cowboys, uh, with extra time to prepare, might might look to attack that. That's also probably correlated, Sean, with your over, man. You might be able to kind of jump on both of those and make Stack. a little bit more money, whereas the yeah. Giants passing stats – what, 290 against Detroit just uh, last game out? And then before that, not many at all from Daniel Jones, just hovering around the minus, or excuse me, the 150 mark in terms of passing yards in each of the three games before that. I, I might look towards Dak over on, in terms of the passing yards, and that is correlated with your over. Uh, how about this? Rushing yards, Saquon, Barkley, 75 and a half. Seems kind of low. Ezekiel Elliott, 91 and a half over under. I mean, Barkley seems a little bit low. I, you know, I, I know he hasn't uh, gotten into rhythm. He's been injured, right? Uh, hasn't been 100%. Seems a little low to me. You know he's going to be revved up to go against the Dallas Cowboys tonight. And Ezekiel Elliott on the, on the other side, conversely, 91 and a half. You know, he, he could put up 100 easily on this Giants defense. Leonard Williams makes his debut tonight, uh, the former Jet for the Giants. We'll see how that plays out and how much that makes a difference. I don't know if it will tonight. Uh, 91 and a half. Seems like a, a, an interesting bet to me as well. Evan Ingram, right? 50 and a half his receiving yards. That's his player prop. Traditionally speaking, done very well up against the Cowboys. He might be someone they target with Shepard out uh, for the Giants tonight. Uh, anything else uh, pop out at you uh, as far as player props for you, uh, Drew? Um, just that the Giants haven't really rushed for a lot of yards at all this season. I mean, their offense hasn't been good, but just seeing, yeah. what, 80, 107, 52, 64, that's their output for the last four games, rushing offense on the ground, plus the fact what the market's telling us, they're about a touchdown underdog, so you think if the market is correct, which in the NFL it is more times than not, in the second half, the Giants might not be looking to run the ball all that much playing from behind, so... I, I don't know there about that that over on Barkley. I do agree with you. You know, as he gets more healthy, I would look for him to be more of an impact player. But it's kind of working against us in terms of him getting a lot of rushing yards in what the uh, Giants are priced at tonight. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll uh, check back in Monday Night Football when uh, before this show was over and give give our best bets for the Giants Cowboys tonight. But uh, you know, I wanted to get a couple of more games from Sunday and get your thoughts. On a few a few of these games at Seattle, how about Seattle? Forty to thirty four, overtime they win. Russell Mar uh, Russell Wilson, oh, Russell Martin, Russell Wilson, three hundred and seventy eight yards, five touchdowns. The guy is just playing out of his mind. And I want to get your thoughts on the MVP race too, 
We'll talk about that next segment. But the Bucks, Jameis Winston played well on the road in Seattle. And Seattle this year, 7-2, and two, two of their losses have come at home. And they could have easily lost this game to the Buccaneers. And I remember in what week one, they, they won by one point over the Bengals, the 0-8 Bengals. What's going on with Seattle at home? They haven't blown anyone out, and they lost two games already. What, what What's going on up there, you think? I mean, it's the, the defense. Look at this. The, the Bucks putting up, what, almost 35 points against them on the road all the way on the uh, other other coast here across the country. I mean, what is this, 74 points in an NFL game? Defense <laughs> optional. Tampa Bay versus Seattle. They scored up 14-7 there in the first quarter, and then Seattle playing from behind. I guess tip your cap in terms of uh, them winning and uh, and covering at least over the closing line here. So um, there's something to be said for that. But uh, overall, man, yeah, this just this defense for Seattle not really showing up, and at the same time, the Bucks defense not either. So hats off to the uh, overbetters in this in the Seattle game yesterday. Andrew, it's going to be interesting to get your thoughts on 49ers Seattle Seahawks this upcoming week, right? That's why I mentioned that game. One other game, uh, the Ravens 37 to 20, they destroy or you know win convincingly. Let's put it that way. Over the Patriots, Patriots were three-point favorites in this game uh, going in. Lamar Jackson, you know, people are talking him up for MVP. I mean, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm kind of seeing that right now. And Ravens six and two, interesting team. I want to get your thoughts, Drew, on the other side. MVP race in the National Football League and plus college football recap from Saturday. Drew all over college football. We'll come back. We'll talk about that here on At the Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. 
the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, let's talk NFL MVP. The race is on. Lamar Jackson, Drew, what a great, great first half of the season it's been. And he's proven people wrong, throwing the football, but more importantly, winning. Six and two for the Baltimore Ravens. He is a very, very hard guy to bet against when talking about NFL MVP at this time. So a couple of things, Drew, and... Welcome back in at the window here on the Sports Grid TV Network. I'm Sean Guasamanca. Drew Morton joins me as well. And, Drew, let's talk about the MVP at this time right now and then try to forecast who we like as the full-season MVP um, in the National Football League. And I'll look at the odds, uh, the latest odds. But right now, I mean, Lamar Jackson is really, I mean, betting against Lamar Jackson at the halfway point. I mean, it's kind of hard to do. He's played terrific football. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's he's been the most, you know, dynamic, uh, I guess you could say game-changing quarterback so far through what, almost halfway through the, the NFL season, past halfway through the NFL season here. And uh, it's interesting to see what numbers you can get him at. Um, and if he's able to keep it up, Sean, I think he can, he can you know, take the, take this award home. And as wow. of right now, I would say he, he is the front runner, especially off of the, the primetime game last night. Um, and his performance. So uh, what he's able to do with his feet and throwing the football, I'd put him at number one. I don't know. How do you feel? I I, I would too. I'd put him at number one, but I I think if Pat Mahomes can come back and play, I think his, the numbers he puts up are going to be ridiculous. And I I, I think it's going to be Pat Mahomes against Lamar Jackson, but Lamar Jackson, I'm seeing on FanDuel Sportsbook three to one for NFL MVP. Uh, That's not enough for me. Well, what do you think? Russell Wilson's three to one as well. Aaron Rodgers five to one. His, uh, I guess, candidacy took a shot uh, yesterday. It's one game uh, against the Chargers. Had had an off game. They couldn't score uh, against L.A. But um, he's five to one. Deshaun Watson's another guy, five to one. He's he's right there. And, and Pat Mahomes, twelve to one. Christian McCaffrey, fourteen to one. There you go. Th- those are the top six in my mind. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, Christian McCaffrey's kind of an interesting one there. You know, running back position, dynamic guy, 14 to 1. I believe he was 50 to 1 before wow, the uh, how about that? season started. So, yeah, a little bit of uh, even extra, but but that's long gone now. Pat Mahomes, interesting handicap because you got to put, you know, your doctor's helmet on and how healthy <laughs> is he going to be and how quickly is he going to be healthy. That's always a difficult handicap, but I'm with you. I mean, if a guy can turn this around in a quote-unquote dark horse, which dark horse is the wrong word when you're talking Pat Pat Mahomes, but still, I mean, 50 touchdowns from last year, what, 5,000 yards. We've seen what he can do, Sean, and if he is 100% healthy and he's able to get there quickly, I think that uh, Pat Mahomes might be able to overtake Lamar Jackson and the other front runners here, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. Um, and you're right. You know, when you brought up Aaron Rodgers, just one game, I'm with you. And and we talk about, you know, 
sports betting, I like to look at it in terms of investment and buying low, you know, buy the dips. Aaron Rodgers, you know, he, he didn't have a good game, and now we're seeing a little bit extra plus price next to his name. If you're looking to bet NFL futures, um, now might be a good time to buy on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers right now, his number is uh, 17 touchdowns, just two picks. Um, he's throwing for 2,485 yards, about 276 a game. Pat Mahomes, and he's been out the last two games, 311 yards per game. So he can make up that difference, right, in, in the yards uh, yardage total. He's at 2,180 right now through seven games. Pat Mahomes, 15 touchdowns to one pick. These are some crazy numbers. Russell Wilson, 2,505 uh, passing yards, 22 touchdowns against just one pick. Uh, it's amazing, but that defense might uh, be the one to um, you know undo Russell Wilson, right? Because that's a tough division. 49ers, Rams. I'm not counting out the Rams with Jalen Ramsey there. Wade Phillips will make great use of uh, Jalen Ramsey, and their defense should play better going forward. That's a tough division for Russell Wilson. And you talked about their defense not being great. Uh, 34 points to the Bucks uh, at home, so uh, that might be the Achilles' heel for Russell Wilson. I, Lamar Jackson's hard to beat, but uh, how about Deshaun Watson? Texans, I mean, he's playing great as well. Uh, 18 touchdowns, five uh, interceptions. We have to mention Deshaun Watson uh, in the MVP race. What do you think? Yeah, Deshaun Watson, you know, uh, in my opinion, one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. He's another guy that can make it happen with his feet and throwing the ball down the field. I'm with you. Um, of course, you got to bring, you know, the team that they play for. When you're talking quarterbacks, it's going to be correlated with what's that final record in terms yep. of uh, winning the MVP. So I don't disagree with you with Deshaun Watson having a spot. And I'll also throw out there, you know, some people think it's a long shot. Jimmy G, you know, in, in terms of Jimmy G. Um, wow. All right. you, just because of, of the San Francisco, you know, record, John. And, uh, hey, it's a, it's a real long shot, but like uh, throw his name out as well. I, I'd vote for Nick Bosa over uh, Jimmy G. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I really would. I, I know he's a rookie. He's not going to win it. He's a defensive player. But the impact he's had, I, I, it can't be uh, uh, stated enough. I mean, he's just he's, he's just played great, right? The number two pick overall, he's come in like people expected to. He's ready for the NFL. The guy's about NFL body, speed, and he's just playing like, like you know, the old pro they drafted him to be. But he's not going to get the votes. I, I get it. But, I mean, Jimmy G just doesn't have enough throwing yards and passing yards for, for my liking. But great point. If they're undefeated, I don't think they will be. But, Drew, if they have the best record in the National Football League, you have to look at a player on that team. So throw his name in there as, as a long shot. I, you know, I, I, can't, I can't say I'm a uh, – I think it's a real long shot, though. I'll put it that way, Drew. Oh, absolutely. And it's a little bit of the, you know, Heisman Trophy mythology in terms of uh, the quarterback on the best team. You know, yep. sometimes when's the Heisman Trophy might be kind of uh, same situation here with the NFL MVP. And and, and really, we're kind of, uh, you know, really working hard to kind of find names here in this NFL uh, <laughs> long shot for the MVP. You know, a lot of guys got to go down in front of them, but just wanted to throw that name out there. But yeah, I'm with you in terms of. Uh, I, I would put, you know, Pat Mahomes maybe with a shot here, but Lamar Jackson sitting at number one as we speak right now, Sean. Yep, and uh, he has the, the Ravens do. They have the Bengals next. So, you know, uh, that's going to be uh, an easy uh, contest, or it should be on paper for the Ravens. Then it gets tough. Texans at home at the L.A. Rams, home for the 49ers at the Buffalo Bills. That That's a tough schedule. That's a tough four-game slate for the Baltimore Ravens, and that will decide whether or not Lamar Jackson 
gets the MVP in my book. And then after that, it's the Jets and at the Browns. So, um, yeah. You know. and, and Sean, you bring up Lamar Jackson in his schedule. How about this fascinating handicap next week, man, with the Ravens and Bengals? Uh, what it's sitting Ooh. at ten right now, and I know it, it. It's a tough thing to do, but when you start talking about spot plays. The Ravens coming off a Sunday night game, a lot of eyeballs on them. Now they're laying doubles on the road against the lowly Bengals, man. This is a uh, sharp square divide if I've ever seen one, and it's just – I don't know if I got it in me, man, but I'm thinking that <laughs> Bengals plus 10. No, uh, Ryan Finley, if it were Andy Dalton, if AJ, is A.J. Green going to be back? I mean, oh, I need some more. I need some more uh, – positive some pluses in my on my side if i'm the if i'm gonna bet Bengals plus 10 i i just i can't do it i can't pull the trigger on that that's a good point though so if you if you had to bet it you would lay the 10 with the ravens oh I, i'm <laughs> i'm staying away for, for for the reasons you mentioned right because sunday nighter coming off that big win against the patriots and you know on the road against cincinnati divisional foe you know i can see a letdown it's got game. letdown written it, all it over. does it does i'll stay away but I, i'd go ravens yeah to answer your question yeah if I had to bet it, yeah, I I, I go Ravens. Minus, uh, all right, minus I'm thinking the Bengals might be uh, on my card, but I haven't bet it as of yet. Uh, all right, I mean, looking at that, it's it's good to look at these early lines that are, that came out today in the NFL. Uh, Atlanta Falcons plus twelve and a half against the New Orleans Saints. That's an interesting line. Bills plus two on the road at the Cleveland Browns. The way the Browns have been playing, they're favored in this game against the Buffalo Bills. That's an interesting. Pick there. That's an interesting line to me. Um, I don't know what you think. Uh, Lions plus three uh, on the road against the Chicago Bears. And how about Mitchell Trubisky? God, that guy is getting worse and worse and worse. I have no faith in that guy going forward. And that's why I'm fading the Chicago Bears. And I faded them coming into the year uh, off that 12 and four season last year. Now they're three and five. Uh, uh, that, that was a fade all year. Now they're three point favorites against the Detroit Lions team. Tough loss yesterday, but. They're playing a really inspired football in every game. They're just three, four, and one, but still, uh, I, I think they can win that game at Chicago. Yeah, I, I, I could see it as well. And it's always interesting getting involved, you know, this early in the week. And a lot of times it can be a good thing, Sean, to get out ahead of some of these line moves. Like we were just talking about the Bengals line. And I, I don't think there's going to be tens out there by the time of kickoff, just because I think there's going to be more money, the uh, quote-unquote sharper side being on the Bengals, so I would, if you're looking to bet on that game, kind of jump on it now. And a lot of times in sports betting, if you can get out there early in the week, get your bets down and beat the line moves, that will set you up to uh, making more money in the future. So, yeah, I agree with you there in that Chicago game. All right, uh, let's transition to college football. Drew, I want to get your thoughts on what happened on Saturday and um, look at these early lines and just a programming note. Gary Danielson, the lead voice for the uh, college football on CBS, the SEC on CBS, will join us on Wednesday, 4.25 p.m. Eastern time. That's 1.25 Pacific Coast time. He will join us, uh, Gary Danielson. Looking forward to that as they have the big game of the, uh, of the week, LSU-Alabama, the big game of the year. And we'll talk about that more as uh, the week goes on. Drew, I know you want to let uh, – Get your thoughts on that. It's down to six on FanDuel Sportsbook. Alabama now minus six against LSU. We're waiting to see if Tua Tungo is going to play in that game. But uh, right now it's minus six Alabama. What do you think? You jumping in on that line now before the, the word for uh, Tua? You know, if Tua plays, that should shoot back up, don't you think? I don't know, Sean. I, okay. I'm in the camp. So it's caked in. I, I kind of like LSU here. Yeah, you do. I, I like LSU as well. Yeah, I do too. 
but uh, you think that that, that uh, two is caked in? That you think that it, they expect the bookmakers two to play this game? Well, I mean, in, in that scenario, I guess I would need to, to to kind of go full circle here in terms of you know this is Nick Saban. This is not his first rodeo, and I <laughs> doubt there will be anybody with that. It's not a trusted. Alabama personnel that actually knows 100% how healthy Tua is. So I doubt that there will be a lot of leakage here and because it works Alabama's advantage to keep that under wraps. So no, I don't think Tua will be a hundred percent. I mean, what it was the same injury just to the opposite leg as, as he was, and he was nicked up for, you know, a a month almost. So I don't think that he's going to be 100%. I think his mobility is not going to be there 100%. Plus the fact LSU with this offense, this isn't the same LSU of old. Both teams with extra preparation time, I wouldn't necessarily give an advantage one way or the other in terms of prep time for their opponent. Um, Overall, Sean, I look towards LSU plus the points here just under a touchdown. I haven't bet it yet, man. But um, overall, I think LSU can hang, go punch for punch with them, and it comes right down to the end. So in that kind of scenario, I want the points. And it's almost a touchdown now. How are you feeling? Number one versus number two, man. I know. I can't wait for this game. I like Alabama, but LSU, there's something magical about this season. And I, I just read that they lost their uh, defensive lineman. Uh, he's, he won't play for personal reasons. Uh, I forget his uh, I forget his name. Uh, the defensive lineman who leads the, the LSU Tigers in sacks. He won't play this game. So that's a little bit of a blow. But nonetheless, Joe Burrow, the way he's rolling with that RPO offense, I, I, I think they six plus six hard to pass up. Um, but do you like the money line plus one eighty for LSU, or are you taking the, the, the points in this game? What's what's a smarter bet, Drew? Um, I mean, I'm not a big money line guy. Um, if it makes sense every now and again, I, I will jump on it. But no, I wouldn't look at this as to, in terms of money line, just because I. I don't know. I mean, I, I like to get the points. If it, if, if it comes down and Alabama kicks a field goal to win by three, which in my opinion is very possible, you win the bet instead of lose it. I, I like kind of having that in my back pocket. But um, I believe it's right on in terms of money line compared to spread and price point. But um, so I, I don't really have a strong feeling either way. All right. Uh, I want to get your thought. Uh, early line is out for Penn State, Minnesota. It's going down. Get Drew's thought on that. The other big matchup this weekend in college football and of course our best bets that's next here on at the window on the sports grid tv network want to be the next daily fantasy millionaire dunk on your nba dfs competition with dailyroto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season compete with the pros with dailyroto.com optimizer and the most accurate projections in nba dfs plus lineup alerts breaking news late swap support and much more save 10 percent on winning nba dfs advice with promo code dunk visit dailyroto.com backslash dunk to learn more If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, back in here on At The Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. Before we get to our best bets for Monday Night Football, Drew, your thoughts. Uh, Penn State, Minnesota, Penn State at Minnesota, both teams uh, in the top 13, ranked in the top 13, Penn State 5. Minnesota 13, Minnesota undefeated. Six and a half, the Nittany Lions are favored in this game. It was seven as early as 10 a.m. Eastern time today. So it's going down. Uh, your thoughts real quick before we get the best best, Drew. I like the Gophers here, man. The home Whoa. dog. I know they're they're undefeated, but catching the touchdown at home, P.J. Fleck and company, I think they row the boat and they knock off the favored Nittany Lions, man. I think uh, just going to be a rowdy atmosphere, one of the best atmospheres in college football uh, this year. So uh, plus seven with the Gophers, Sean, that's the way I'm going. How are you seeing it? All right, early, my early pick, and, uh, you know, I, I, it's subject to change, right, as I gather more information as the week goes on, I'm going with Penn State. Penn State, six and a half. It's down to six and a half. I'll cover it just because I like the schedule Penn State's played thus far versus, and they haven't played Ohio State yet, Penn State. They will November 23rd, but uh, versus Minnesota. Minnesota hasn't played a great schedule. I think they're a little phony. I know they're at home, but I'm going to go with Penn State to cover this six and a half. All right, best bets, Drew. I'll, I'll start off here as we have less than two minutes to go. I think the Cowboys cover this number six and a half tonight against the Giants. I'll go with the Cowboys minus six and a half, and I'll go over 48 and a half with the total. How about you, Drew? I am going to go under the 48 and a half, ride this streak towards the under, plus the uh, head referee is six and one towards the under tonight. So 48 and a half looks to be the high watermark here. And uh, rookie quarterback, I know uh, the Giants, the passing defense isn't that good, Sean, but uh, yep. going to ride this trend, long-term trend, 48-and-a-half, pretty high total here. I think it's a little too high, NFL primetime games. I'm going under Dallas versus New York Jets tonight, man. New York Giants tonight. Sorry. All right. I love it. You know, I'm jumping off the trend, right? Two in a row, that's enough for me. I'm jumping off, Drew. We'll see tomorrow if I regret it. We'll see uh, how it plays out. But it should be a lot of fun Monday night football. 
Giants at home against the, the Cowboys. All right, Drew, that'll do it for today's show. Tomorrow, college basketball. You ready for the college basketball season? I know you are. Oh, yeah, man. I'm excited. My favorite season. All right, well, so let's get after it tomorrow. Let's do it. All right, thanks, Drew. Thanks to you for tuning in to At The Window. We'll see you tomorrow. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.